Real leaders leave a legacy. They capture the hearts and minds of their teams. Their origin story puts the safety and well-being of their people first. Great companies ubiquitously have safe yet productive operations. For those companies, safety is an investment, not a cost for the C-suite. It's a real topic of daily focus. This is The Safety Guru with your host, Eric McCroskey, a globally recognized ops and safety guru, public speaker, and author. Are you ready to leave a safety legacy? Your legacy success story begins now. Hi, and welcome to The Safety Guru. I'm Eric McCroskey, and today I'm really excited to have with me Archana Tedon, who's here to talk to us a little bit about safety and also the elements of communication. So first off, Arshana, thank you so much for joining us. Um, I'd love to hear a little bit about your story and how you got into this field of studying worker health and safety. Sure. Hi, Eric. Thank you so much for having me here. I got into this field of studying worker health and safety um, through some of the research projects that I started doing as a young graduate student. So mm-hmm. early on as a young graduate student, I was involved in a variety of different research projects. And one of the projects that I was working on involved me conducting focus groups with healthcare professionals, nurses in this instance, mm-hmm. on occupational health and well-being. And one of the topics that we talked about in these focus groups was employee safety. Mm-hmm. And I noticed that during these focus groups, I kept bringing up the topic of worker safety. And somehow the conversation always shifted back to patient safety. And I would have to remind, yeah, and I would have to remind these nurses over and over again that I was there to better understand how to keep (laughs) them safe. And we're talking about your safety, which in turn keeps the patient safe at the at the end in the long run, right? Right. And, you know, I just found nurses in particular in this focus group just to be such a selfless group of individuals who really Mm -hmm. prioritized their patient safety over their own. And it made me think we as human beings should really be programmed to prioritize our own safety and well-being, right? Isn't that one one of our core functionings? So when I realized that nurses are prioritizing the safety of patients or construction workers are prioritizing getting the job done faster or emergency responders are compromising their own safety to save the lives of others, I really wanted to understand why and how we can better protect these individuals working in these really high risk industries who are literally putting their lives at risk for the benefit of others. So looking back, I sort of think I committed myself to this very important area of research around that point. And my work really focuses on better understanding the barriers to safe workplace practices. That's fascinating. And I think in today's context, uh, the whole topic of workplace safety for nurses and and doctors, uh, healthcare workers becoming even more of an elevated topic. Uh, And and I'm curious even if, if this was the same several years ago. I completely agree. I think safety has become even more important, um, you know, if that's even possible. Safety has always been a priority or should always be a priority. And I think in some of these high risk industries, the message that keeping yourself safe will in turn help you reach those goals that you have could Mm -hmm. be patient safety, could be getting the job done fast or right, could be saving the lives of others. But I think 
you know, there is some disconnect there, understanding that it is important to keep yourself safe too. Very well said, uh, definitely. And, and something I've even seen with with other um, uh, other employees that where their role somehow impacts the safety of others, in some cases, even utility workers, where they're sometimes thinking more about the safety of others versus as well thinking that if I say safe, I can keep others safe um, as well. So right. I, I want to get into some of your research. Uh, you've done a mm-hmm. lot of research on safety communication. Um, can you tell me a little bit more about what safety communication is and why it is so important? Yes, definitely. So when people hear the term safety communication, they typically think of the more traditional downward safety communication, right, which is the top down messaging from management to employees. Well, the research is showing us that focusing only on downward safety communication and ignoring other types of communication could be a huge mistake and can really negatively impact workplace safety. So some other types of safety communication that are important to pay attention to are upward and also lateral safety communication. Interesting. Yeah. So upward safety communication captures the degree to which your employees are speaking up about safety issues, speaking up about their safety related concerns, speaking up about their opinions relating to safety in the workplace or your safety program, and also reporting things like accidents, injuries, near misses, things along those lines. Mm-hmm. So it is important for managers and supervisors to get this information and leaders to get this information, because if you don't have this healthy upward safety communication happening in your organization, then you're missing out on so many opportunities to detect, correct, and prevent safety issues. Hmm. Yeah. And lateral safety communication, on the other hand, captures the degree to which workers are talking to each other about safety. And Honestly, this is the trickiest out of the three to improve, I would say, because you as a leader can definitely work on how you're communicating. And, you know, maybe you can implement different policies and initiatives to encourage upward communication or at least to ensure that the channel of communication is open and clear. But how do you make employees talk to each other about safety, right? That's a whole game. Yeah. So... When an organization has a strong, positive safety climate and safety is prioritized and it's really at the forefront of everyone's minds, it's openly discussed, then lateral safety communication becomes organic, can happen naturally. But getting to that point isn't going to happen overnight. Mm -hmm. And trying to encourage lateral, lateral communication will likely be met with some resistance, but it doesn't mean it's not working. You're right. Yeah, I have a a fun example that I'd like to share. So I recently conducted some interviews with some individuals who worked in an organization that just revamped their safety vision and values. Uh And as part of that, they wanted to increase awareness of the, you know, vision and values. So employees were asked to start meetings and briefings um, with a discussion of how they're going to embody these values in their daily work. Uh And so the employees, of course, when you're asked to do something on top of what you're already (laughs) required to do, you're going to be a little annoyed at having to take this additional step, right? So they would, to some degree, start making fun of these new slogans and, you know, so things like be responsible or help each other work (laughs) safely. And they would joke about these things. And throughout the day, they would jokingly associate these statements with events that were happening. So 
you know, if they saw another employee needing help, they would say, I'm here to help you work safely as a joke. (laughs) Or if they saw someone not wearing the proper PPE, they would say, be responsible and so on. And, you know, before they knew it, they realized that they were actually living the values, even though Mm. it started out as something that they were just making fun of. It quickly became integrated into their daily work lives. Interesting. Yeah. So I would say a tip here is that, yes, you know, your employees may resist this. uh, Some of these safety initiatives that you take to improve lateral safety communication. But don't let that be discouraging because it could actually be making a difference before you even realize it. It's so interesting. And it actually reminds me of some work I was doing with with one organization a long ago where they had done a lot of improvements around the, the downward safety communication. Mm-hmm. Upward was still the, the main area of focus. There was not enough involvement where there was employees were so excited about it. Uh, mm-hmm. But lateral was was probably the most challenging one because people weren't connecting with each other. There was a lot of turfism that was also even getting in the way right. of, of, of doing that effectively. Yep. I completely agree. And with lateral safety communication, I think another way to really help promote lateral safety communication is to identify employees within your organization that can really serve as those role models that are going to be helping you promote this type of communication and discussion. So it's one thing for management to ask employees to talk about safety, right? Right. But it's absolutely another thing to see your peers talking about safety bringing it up during discussions, prioritizing safety in their work. And research shows that seeing peers engaging in safe behaviors encourages employees to engage in these same behaviors. And mm-hmm. this helps to establish the norms in an organization. And this is right. much, much more effective than just having management provide direction or you know, tell employees what to do. And this is definitely not to say that management shouldn't be involved. Mm-hmm. If- you know, management should also serve as role models. They should walk the walk because if you as a leader aren't displaying the values you're expecting your employees to embody, then they won't see a need to display these values either. Very, very well said, yeah, because ultimately you want to get it to the group norm here is following the rules, going above and beyond from a safety standpoint, even and going above what, what the rules and the expectations are, which can really only happen once uh, you start having seeing how people are showing up as well. That. Uh, any other tips that you'd have for leaders to communicate effectively? Yeah, so when it comes to effective communication downward from leaders, I think it's really important to have the three C's, I would say. So mm-hmm. communication should be, one, consistent. So especially if communication is indirect, so if it's going through supervisors to your employees or something like that, you don't want to end up with, a game of telephone where the message gets distorted before it gets to your frontline workers. So you really want to make sure that your supervisors and managers have a clear understanding of what you are trying to convey so they can effectively communicate that information to their teams. And if you don't strive to ensure for this consistency, then the worst possible scenario is employees are going to be receiving these conflicting messages from different sources, their supervisors, their peers, And this will cause them not to take the message seriously. And it also puts an overall doubt on the importance and priority of safety in the workplace if they're receiving these conflicting messages. Mm, Right. The second, yeah, the second C I would say is you want your communication to be clear and concise. That's a bonus C. (laughs) 
So you don't really want to make, you don't want to leave much room for interpretation. You want to be very clear. Research has found that messages that are clear, easy to understand and to the point are most effective. So this, this point, you know, is, isn't only about safety related messages, but this could be taken for any sort of messaging that you want to convey to your employees. And then the third C, I would say you want your communication to be caring. When you communicate, understand mm-hmm. that these workers are literally li- risking their lives on the job, right? And they're yep. and approaching conversations with your employees from a caring perspective has been found to be more impactful than coming from a scolding or reprimanding perspective. And it's really important for employees to feel that you as a leader genuinely, uh, genuinely care about their safety and well-being and really helping them understand why safety policies and procedures are in place can really influence what they end up taking away from your conversation. So approach your conversation from a place of care. I love it. So consistent, clear and concise, and then caring. Um, I think those, those are so important, the, the caring one. <clears throat> it reminds me, most most really good leaders that I've had from a safety culture standpoint are always coming from a position of care, and they usually always have a very strong why conviction of yeah. why safety is so relevant or important to them. Uh, I love your comment about why I had... Uh, somebody who is uh, sharing their story in terms of a leadership story um, on on one of our episodes who is really talking about how you really connect to why something's important, not just telling people to do something. Uh, I think that's so important. Uh, So in terms of upward communication, what can you tell me about upward? And is it really important for employees to communicate to leaders about safety? Yes. So as I mentioned earlier, when leaders and upper management are not hearing about what's happening on the floor, they're really missing out on so many opportunities to prevent and correct safety issues. So yes, it's very important to have an open two-way channel of safety communication, not just one way. That's not enough anymore. And so an important tip to maintain upward communication, I would say, is to make sure that management is acknowledging receipt of this communication and providing feedback about what's being done or what's going to be done with the information received. So if managers aren't giving employees any feedback when they're speaking up, then they're going to feel like they just wasted their breath, right? They won't continue to speak up about safety issues or concerns. You have to reward the behavior you want to see, right? Mm -hmm. So for example, if an employee raises a safety concern to you as a manager, let's say, acknowledge that you've heard their concern, Maybe you can check in with a few, uh, check in with them in a few months, let them know what steps you've taken to resolve their issue. And even if it's something that you can't really take action on at the moment, let them know that you've heard them. And although you can't address it right now, it's something you'll consider in the future. Or it can't be addressed for X, Y, and Z reasons and tell them those reasons. So providing this type of feedback makes upward communication more worthwhile for the employee. Put yourself in their perspective. Why would you, after working a very long, hard, busy day, go out of your way to speak up about an issue if you feel like no one is going to do anything about it or, you know, you're not going to get any feedback on it? So providing that sort of feedback encourages them to continue on with that positive behavior that you're trying to see. Very, very important point. It it reminds me of one of my favorite stories I've ever heard. It was somebody who was at a retirement party. Uh, retiring from one of the big three automotive manufacturers. And, mm-hmm. and his comment at the end was, uh, you've paid me really well throughout my entire career. Thank you. 
but you could have had my brain for free. And I think that's <laughs> such a, a strong comment that really yeah. talks to this piece around all he was looking for is somebody to listen, to tap in, to, to, to be open to his ideas. Um, exactly. and, and they could have had so many more solutions and ideas come forward. Uh, so in your research, you, you've studied a construct, uh, which is really interesting, and I'd love to hear more about it. And it's around mm-hmm. what you call safety silence motives. Uh, mm-hmm. Can you tell me a little bit more about what it is and why we should care about it? Yes, I'd love to. So safety silence motives help us understand the barriers to upward safety communication. So safety silence occurs when employees choose not to speak up about safety issues in the workplace. And safety silence motives are the reasons behind the silence behavior. So basically measuring this construct will help us answer the question, what barriers are preventing my employees from speaking up about safety issues? And so we've identified four main types of safety silence motives. So we found that employees may not speak up about safety issues if they feel that uh, relationships in the workplace could be damaged or it could lead to a negative image of them called relationship-based safety silence. Or employees may stay silent because their organization's climate isn't supportive of upward communication called climate-based safety silence. Silence could be due to appraising a situation as not threatening or not worth speaking up about. So this is called issue-based safety silence. You hear things like, oh, that safety issue wasn't life-threatening or no one ended up getting hurt. Right. And then finally, job-based safety silence occurs when employees are facing job-related constraints to speaking up. So things like heavy time pressures or workload. And you might not find that all of these safety silence motives are occurring in your workplace. So really measuring these motives will help you take the most targeted action to encourage healthy upward safety communication. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, So what should I do if my employees do not feel comfortable speaking up about safety issues? Right. So as I mentioned, different actions can be taken based on what barriers you've identified in your organization. So for example, If you find that relationship-based safety silence is very high, then your organization may benefit from having an anonymous reporting system, for example. So names don't have to be associated with certain suggestions or reports. And this could always be a first step until you're able to build a culture of trust in which, you know, employees do feel more comfortable associating their names with different reports and things along those lines. Um, If you find that climate-based safety silence is an issue, then you really want to think about why your organization's climate is not supporting this type of upward communication. So you could find that employees feel that there really is no clear channel of upward communication, or they feel that management isn't really responsive to upward communication. So these are things that can be addressed through different manager or supervisor trainings. Interesting. Yeah, it, it, it's a it, is for somebody because I grew up in in the airline industry and that's where mm-hmm. I got my first taste of safety. And I think that 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 theme of speaking about a safety is so well ingrained in that industry mm-hmm. um, and has been for because of so much focus on creating psychological safety, but also a, a mechanism and environment where people recognize the value of speaking up. Um, so I sometimes take it for granted. This is such an important theme. Right. You know, it very. It's that's very interesting that you say that because each um, organization, each even department and each team has its own, you know, strength in their safety climate. Right. But you 
you kind of forget about it at the industry level. Some industries really work to prioritize safety more so than others. So, you know, you're definitely right. There are some industries that have that tend to place a bit more priority on production or getting the job done or, you know, other things. And it, it could be a little harder to shift the safety climate in an organization working in an industry with such constraints, but not impossible, definitely not impossible. Absolutely. Uh, so can you maybe share some of your takeaways when it comes to talking about safety? Sure. So I would say one one takeaway is that communication should not be just a one-way channel. So it's not enough to have effective top-down safety communication. It's important, mm -hmm. but not enough. Upward safety communication is also a necessary component of a safe work environment. And lateral safety communication is really important as well for creating that healthy, positive safety climate that we're striving for. Another takeaway is that change takes time. There are, of course, changes that really need to happen immediately, right? If there's right. a major safety issue or concern, it needs to be dealt with. Mm -hmm. But what if you're trying to change how people are thinking about safety or how people are viewing safety or how much they're valuing safety in their daily work, then be patient. This is not going to happen overnight. This process might take time, but the research shows that having this strong, positive safety climate has so many benefits and not mm -hmm. only in the realm of safety associated with things like lower accident rates or better safety performance, but also outside the safety realm, like customer satisfaction, employee commitment, better performance, things like that. And it's important to understand that, you know, investing in improving your safety climate does save your organization time and monetary costs in the long run, right? Safety might seem like just one small cog in the machine of your organization, but without it, that machine will come to a halt. So it's really in our best interest to try to ingrain safety into the fabric of your company so the machine will run smoothly. And keep in mind that these changes might be happening before you even know it. Mm -hmm. um, and then I would say my last takeaway is that safety is a collaboration. Your workers are the experts in their craft. So seek their expertise and try to better understand what they do. Try to understand their concerns, seek their opinions, make them feel valued and make them feel like a collaborator in your company's safety program rather than just a participant. Because yeah. In the end, we're all working towards the same goal here, right? We all want to make it home in one piece. We all want to be safe, happy, and healthy. And we want to see our workers and coworkers safe, happy, and healthy. So getting on the same page about that point with your employees will do wonders to the quality of your communication between you and your workers. I, I think that's very well said. And such important reminders. Uh, and definitely when I've worked with more mature organizations from a safety climate standpoint, two, two themes that always emerge is that very strong collaboration involvement. Safety yep. is everybody's responsibility. Uh, everybody sees it. Everybody wants to contribute in that way, uh, which is which is phenomenal. Uh, but, but the other theme we talked about really in terms of those places tend to be great workplaces. There's not a place I've been to that had a phenomenal safety culture that didn't have low absenteeism, that didn't exactly. have... Uh, uh, good operational performance that didn't have good uh, 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 production performance that didn't have all these other things working because people saw it as a, an intricate part of running a great business. 
Exactly. So, so well said. I, I completely agree with that statement. And that's that's what I've seen from a research perspective. And also, you know, when I've interacted with different organizations and clients and things like that. So, um, yeah, completely agree. Well, Arshana, thank you so much for having us, for, coming, for taking the time to come on, on, the, on the Safety Guru to share some really important themes. Uh, really appreciate all the work that you're doing, uh, sharing those ideas, uh, researching those ideas uh, in your work teaching and, and as a professor at the University of Baltimore. Thank you so much for taking the time and would love to have you back on the show when you've got some additional pointers, ideas or research that you'd like to, to share uh, and, and, and broadly uh, communicate to the to this important audience. So thank you so much for coming on. Thank you, Eric. Anytime. I appreciate it. Like what we do? Share this on your socials and tell everyone. Thank you for listening to the Safety Guru on C-Suite Radio. Leave a legacy. Distinguish yourself from the pack. Grow your success. Capture the hearts and minds of your teams. Fuel your future. Come back in two weeks for the next episode or listen to our sister show with the Ops Guru, Eric McCroskey.